This is for the nerds, this is for the brainiacs, this is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back, you ain't gonna touch me, you not gonna do nothing, you are not above me, I bet you wish you was me, I know that I know. Shut the fuck up, kitty corner. <laughs> it's, it's every day. It's every day. He's trying to shuffle there. chips and he's just you can't, spraying you just, them all over the place. You just was, can't stay still. I was flailing. It's like literally there's like, mics are hot. He's like, oh, time to talk. <laughs> 90 minutes a day. We ask you to sit still and give us your thoughts on the world. And He doesn't sit still and he doesn't sit until five seconds before we start recording. He's flail. He's walking, pacing around the room, flailing his long limbs. <laughs> it gives seconds. me such anxiety because I think everything's going to be knocked over. 30 seconds before the show started, everyone was dead quiet. And it's like, sure. mics are hot. And then all this you know what? This is very fitting because on a day where maybe some of the most newsworthy things have occurred, we have nothing but technical difficulties. All right. So we're here in studio recording live to tape. We will be releasing this podcast in a few hours uh, because basically we're in a fist fight with Cox. Cox suck fuck. Cox suck, suck fuck. fuck. Yeah. To give a little bit of a backstory of like how we even got to this point. We had two business lines here that they both, quote unquote, got suspended for 90 days. <laughs> and what we called them and said, what do we have to do to get our internet unsuspended? They go, you can't. There's too much bandwidth being used from your collective community and we're throttling it. We're like, well, then we cancel. And they're like, okay, that is your right. And then we call back and say, we'd like to open a new business account <laughs> under a new name. And they're like, Great, would love to have you. <laughs> and for three weeks, that worked. Yep. Now we're back to cocksuck fuck. Uh, how does it work with all, like, okay, where we live, there's other YouTubers in our community that are like very known YouTubers. By YouTubers, you mean OnlyFans? No, 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 no. Like real no. YouTubers. Like, Dude. I'm not, not going to. I mean, gonna, the guy <laughs> next to us is um, mining Bitcoin. No, there's well, a couple, there's a couple a YouTubers thing. I'll tell you after, but like, um, <laughs> What's what's their business? Finance. Oh, okay. Oh, right. okay. Yeah. Like major ones. Yeah. Like yeah. Big channels. So Bro, why are we collabing? What the fuck? Yeah, why don't you just do yourself? You just keep this to yourself. Like we can borrow a studio it's, it's, right now. <laughs> it's dark side. But the, the the true answer is they probably don't do anything live. No, they do just live stuff too. But yeah. like, yeah, most of their stuff is is it's, not like this. But right, they right. but they do stuff do stuff like this. Sure. Yeah. So yeah. so yeah, I'm just curious. What are the options for these for these people outside of Cox? Because this is nuts. Also, None. that's a wild name. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure it's the founder's last name, if yeah. I had to guess. Cox but yeah, I mean, it's fuck. it's obviously their fault that we're being throttled. We thought we we're the only ones in the community. Now we're dealing with porn stars. We're dealing with OnlyFans. We're dealing <laughs> with finance guys. Guy mining Bitcoin. Guy mining Bitcoin next door. Bro, it's fucking 2022. Mining Bitcoin is out. Yeah, yeah. Well, you need, way too late. Late. You need like a full operation. Like, Yo, yeah, yeah. he has wires coming out of his basement. Just like these fucking... Yeah, but the it competition like he's he up against is like, is like real companies. Like fiber yeah. optics. Right. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like billion dollar companies. Yeah, yeah. You're talking yeah. about huge companies. Yeah, Either way, is. though, what I'm saying is 
Oh, there's no option for us to just be like, no, hey, said, we'll give you we, more money. Listen, I talked to these people so many times. It was just like, <laughs> we will pay you more money. We will give you whatever you want. Just give us more. Yeah. Like, us with, the and they were All like, we want is more internet. I yeah. sold the man. I said it just like that, too. It was. It was, like, it was like, take my money like that meme. And we will give you yes. more money. Like, shut up and take my money. And so there's just, no other like, they have no. a monopoly? They, well, so CenturyLink also exists, but they just like openly say we don't give you any upload speed. Yeah, they're just like you can pay a third of the cost, That's but you're going to get one tenth of the right. upload. And it's like cost okay. so is pretty monopoly. much has a monopoly. I mean, yeah. it's a I've monopoly played Monopoly before. They have a monopoly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they said do not pass go. Do yeah, not they have collect more market Park place on lockdown. Do not go yeah. live. Uh, all right, let's let's get to to all the good. Well, actually, let me uh, first and foremost announce the winner to uh, this past week's hand of the week. Um, Andre, I think I sent that to you, Discord, if you want to pull that up. Maybe I didn't. Um, anyway, we'll loop back <laughs> to that. The hand that uh, was in question was a four-bet pot of myself versus Chris Konvalinka. Um, This is my fault. I was on the phone during pre-production and didn't get any of this over to Andre. So you know what? Fuck it. Let's skip it. Congratulations to the winner of this week's hand of the week. Moving you know, on. You know what you did. Yeah, you know what you did. You've been messaged. Hit up Brian for your discount. Yep. Um, <laughs> wow. That's pretty much it. Moving into more of like what's relevant today is that Bryn Kenny finally came and spoke out on his own behalf as he set up a softball interview with uh, already Kenny's. dropping the softball Look, part. Listen, man, I, mean, I love Sarah. Him up there I love him, Sarah like. to death. And if I'm ever on trial for murder or corruption or anything like that, I want her to be the person who interviews me. <laughs> She's just too sweet to kind of like push on the buttons. And it's not even that she didn't ask the right questions because she did. 100% she asked all of the right questions. There was just like... The follow -up. Uh, it, yeah, it was follow just letting him off the hook. Like yeah. she point blank said, did you ever play on Lauren's account? And his answer was, I've been playing poker for 17 years <laughs> and I'm a, I'm a humble yeah. individual who like really looks after all of those around me and takes care gratitude. of everybody. And you can ask anybody I've done business with. I'm no cheater. Have I done some unscrupulous things? Like, have I been in a room where somebody I cared dearly for was in a big spot and I may have suggested how they play a hand? Who has? I mean, that's what I learned from the from the interview was that Bryn is just the nicest guy, the best guy. All he cares about is you know, bettering Helping humanity. Others. I yeah. thought I thought he came off kind of okay though, honestly. Unfortunately, I mean, he answered all the questions. Like, yeah, I, well, thought, he, I, thought, I mean, he's obviously thought, been advised by a lawyer on what to yeah. say and how to say it. Yeah, I mean, I I do agree that Sarah, like that that's the big critique on Twitter, right? Like Sarah wasn't hard enough on him. Well, and Doug, Doug is like saying like, oh, you should have came on my pot. I would have took care of this. And then. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so he didn't even agree to do. You? Calculator? I don't know. I don't <laughs> do this stuff. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> He's, He's got a calculator behind him. Numbers. I have no idea. Like, so he didn't even agree to do an interview with Poker News unless it was with Sarah. Yeah. And that, that's, that's all reasonable. So For they didn't worth, have a choice. I, I don't really think that. Uh. I don't think like him going to Doug's pod would have shined a light on anything else. I just think it would have made Bryn look worse. So like to Christian's point, he got to do an interview in a friendly environment where the person doing the interviewing uh, was looking after him. And, and I don't even know that like it's to Sarah's fault. Like, I don't think she could have done more to pry out of Bryn, but I think she could have made him look worse by constantly saying like, you didn't answer my question. Yeah. I legitimately just asked yes or no. Did you ever play on Lauren's account? Right. And you gave me a five-minute sidebar of how you're a good person uh -huh. and take care of those around you. It's like, I don't care. 
Like just yes or no. It's that simple, right? But that's a hard fucking place to put your friend, right? Yeah. Like if mm -hmm. if any of us, any of us were in the position to uh, interview someone in this room about something that may be very condemning to them like yeah we're gonna let them skirt a little bit mm -hmm. that's that's just the nature of humanity when you care about the other person on the other side um it did remind me a lot of the matthew parvis howard letter interview from 2011 except that howard 2011 looked, except howard looked awful I don't remember it that way at all. Oh no, dude! I remember he may have physically looked bad. No, I remember. I remember that being like really Poor bad guy. because Harvest got absolutely obliterated for that interview. Listen, I remember this because I wasn't big in like I wasn't a professional poker player like, and I was just watching this because I wanted to know what happened, and I was like, he doesn't answer any fucking questions. Right, but neither did like, Bryn. No, that's but what the I'm saying, no, that's this, why they're both so reminiscent of no, one but another. He was more like, I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember. And it's like, bro, you have to remember something. You were the head, uh, okay, head so, honcho of this. Yeah, so he was a little bit more diplomatic about how he said, I don't I don't know. Bro, it was like straight up, he said he basically said I plead the fifth every single time. What are you even it. talking about right now? <laughs> You're so <Wow>. young. <laughs> You're so young. What such a little baby. There used to be what wait, 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 what happened? It's look, not just look, me, look, it's for the people. We're fucking with you, obviously. Landon, Landon. There used to be a website. <laughs> it was called it was called Full Tilt Poker. You could play with the pros. Uh -huh. <laughs> they had a commercial. They all walked out together. It was like Phil Ivey, Jennifer Harmon, like all of them together. Phil Gordon. There was a guy named Phil Gordon. I haven't there. seen this commercial. I do know Phil we Gordon know. only because of the mixed game tournament that Scotty won for his bracelet. Strong. Anyways, go on. <laughs> And no, that, and then there was another site. It was called Poker Stars. Ah, <laughs> it still exists today. Story time. Yeah, no, Ultimate Bet. Absolute. Have you heard of Absolute Poker? I have because a friend of mine had a, po literally a jersey with Absolute Poker on it. All right. So when all that went to shits, <laughs> we had to speak to Howard Letterer. Ah. And then he said, "I don't know anything about nothing." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I guess like where we're. we're not agreeing is that you think it looks really bad to just constantly say i plead the fifth and i think it looks really bad to tell some story what about how you helped a homeless person on the street one time whenever <laughs> you're asked directly if you're a cheater fair enough bring uh, yeah. back so, cool commercials for poker they had the Full best commercials they had the best commercials the yeah. Tom Dewan commercial is the, legit the, cinematic. Like, with, he was just playing. Yeah, that. he was just showing it. So Wait, cool. was that the one where he was in the bathroom with the? It has the mirror that, uh, and then it's changing. Flamingo. No, this was this was the one where he's like changing. looking in the mirror. Yeah, yeah. and he's table. like talking about his competition and like other pros pop up so in the mirror cool. and then he finally like says like you only have to compete against yourself. And then he that's a reflection. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that was good. Very there was, cool. There was more. There was so there was many. Remember the guy walked up to. Like they were they lived in like this house. Remember the house that had all like the the suits as like the windows. Oh yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. And the guy just walks up to to Madison with the seven dudes all suit in his hand. He's like, "Should I limp or raise this?" He just grabs him, rips him in I half. I remember that. Those Ivies were the best too. Yeah, the Ivies were strong. Wow. They had really good presence with being able to market Ivy and Durr. Like yeah. they were so mysterious mm -hmm. back then. Uh, I remember Mercy had a really cool commercial too for Poker Stars, where uh, he kind of just like gave that adage of luck is when uh preparation meets adelage. opportunity yeah adage adage adelage i like to add i like to add extra consonants <laughs> every now and again there's like literally like every every comment section every day is like some word that we misused yeah. Yeah. it's like <laughs> no okay, it's adage guys. yeah it's right. adage uh but yeah back then everything was so fucking good that we didn't mind the cheating there was so much cheating going on then, but we didn't care because like there was way more free money. That, like you didn't have to cheat to make money. Now you have to fucking cheat. 
Like, there's just no getting around it. You know? phrased it. It's like, well, you know, it's a price you pay. Yeah, we didn't give a fuck. It was, like, it was a Jesus small Christ. tax to be it in the pool. It was a tiny, tiny tax. It was just like, okay, so there's seven Bonomos in this tournament. Who gives a shit? There's 30,000 people in it. <laughs> like, let the man live. I don't care. It sounds it like we problem should... if six of them were sitting in the same sit and go, you know? It's like, fuck. It sounds right. like we should start making some commercials. Uh, I think we're long past those. The, the thing is, is that they had gazillion dollars yeah. to throw yeah. behind it. Yeah, it was the machine. We have pigtails and like a couple nickels to run together. They, have the, they had a machine <laughs> line. A it was literally like a machine. <laughs> yeah. they, they, <laughs> what'd you say? A <laughs> couple nipples to rub together. <laughs> Some oh, Bill, Cl get Bill Klein in there. Oh, yeah, we got Bill a Klein and Berkey rubbing just nipples. Just, I was just about commercial. to say, like, it's, it's unfortunate that like some of these things come up organically in conversation because we can't queue it up. But like, I literally have a video of me in a private game with two chips going. <laughs> <laughs> There's also well, it is live to tape. So there's also another video you have after beating a uh, Matt oh, Perry yeah, for, yeah. for a yeah. couple. That, so I, yeah, I have that stuff. That tends to be my celebratory dance, I think. Yeah. <laughs> nipple rubbing. Everywhere nipple. This reminded you of of Letter. I I remember Letter, the Letter interview is being like very much worse. The but... Parvis interview was, so that's that's where I'm pushing back hard because Parvis was absolutely obliterated for how much he lit Howard's skirt and it might have been based off of what you're saying where he just basically says I plead the fifth to everything yeah uh and that for Parvis as an interviewer it's like that's really fucking tough when a guy's unwilling to answer your questions He's just saying I don't know all yeah the time. right but Brendan, I don't remember that's like me when I got caught in high school out for blood too for the fake they were like, ID well it was a lot of money no of course remember. I mean rightfully <laughs> well, so it was also frozen none of us had that's any what I mean. clue so everybody was just like wanted those answers and then he just didn't get them and that's why right yeah uh oh, beautiful the, eyes though look at those eyes with Dreaming. the sarah interview today i think that uh -huh. i think really what ultimately it was is that people had higher expectations out of poker news in general but like we all knew what was going on he's only offering the interview because it's going to be Britain friendly right like he's never going to give that interview to doug he's never going to give that interview to us that happens all the time though of course yeah. and that, that that's that's fine it yeah. kind of just is what it is it's not that big of a deal but there's a lot that we can still pull away from the hour that he spoke with her. Yeah. Uh, there were a lot of unanswered questions. There was a lot of misdirection and redirection that took place. Right. Uh, and there were a lot of things that, uh, or there was one thing in particular that he just flat out refused to answer. And it's the thing that I'm most interested in because I think it's the thing that, uh, it has the least amount to do with cheating, but it has the most amount to do with nefarious activity, which is the idea of him, though no longer being a part of GG, mm. still making the majority of his, his revenue from GG. So she just flat out asked him, can you tell me about your affiliate deal with GG and like right. how that structure works? And he goes, that's personal. I don't think I need to talk about it. Mm. To me, that's a big deal because... A lot of what is being wrapped into this bubble of he had a stable that was doing, uh, that, that was cheating and doing nefarious things throughout is all built into the idea of him creating this downline business. Yeah. Right. So whether we're talking about collusion in satellites or, uh, you know, people folding eight, like he loved to use a lot of whataboutisms and moving of the goalpost whenever trying to answer questions. So, for instance, uh, she asked him about his horses cheating, doing what, quote unquote, was best for the team. Yeah. And he goes, what's best for the team is everybody to make money. How silly is it to think that I'm gambling for millions and care about hundreds of dollars in a singular decision or thousands of dollars in a singular decision, whatever. And then he brought up the satellite uh, thing where he... he uh, 
one of his horses was accused of folding aces early because it would have ended the satellite prior to registration closing. That's and he said, Bryn, right, right. Yeah. And he said, like, why would I ever want them to do something that's so clearly negative EV? And what wasn't being followed up is, well, because you're getting the rake. Right. Right. So that was just never addressed. And he what, was guaranteeing the prize pool. Right? Allegedly, we, we don't know because that question was never even asked. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so allegedly he was on the hook for the prize pools. And allegedly he was getting a big chunk, if not all, of the rake in those early days of GG. So obviously the idea of creating a, a ring of players, yeah. call them game starters, call them stable, whatever you want. It's not a traditional backing deal where Bryn's interests lie in them being profitable. Correct. It's because if, you're, yeah, if you have a horse, you just want, you would love the tournament to just end. Well, he's the operator right. is the thing. Yeah, that's the problem. So in this right. instance, he's the operator who's actually running a stable. And now he's chumming the water with, or he's allegedly chumming the water with a lot of uh, loose money in whales. So he's out there recruiting a lot of dead money in order to keep his stable afloat because they need to eat. But then secondarily, he's churning out mass volume in these guarantees, ensuring that they run, ensuring that they meet the guarantees, and allowing him to scale the rake back. So really what he's creating is uh, a two-pronged system where he can both profit from their play, but also always guarantee uh, some sort of return based off of the rake. Right. Mm -hmm. So we still have a lot of unanswered questions around that whole structure. That was never addressed at all in this interview. And to me, that's the, the linchpin to this entire thing, because in isolation, his denial of all the nefarious activity makes a lot of sense. There isn't a whole lot of reason for a guy like Bryn to be staking people in 215s and having them get multi-accounted or, right. or ghosted or RTA or whatever, right? Um, and there's no incentive whatsoever for them to be playing under him and making negative EV decisions. But if we're talking about this grander plan where, you know, he's funneling piles and piles, hundreds of thousands of dollars up to the top, up the, up the pipeline. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, it does make a hell of a lot of sense to just create something sustainable. You're the house. So you're just trying to neutralize all negative edges, right? It's like taking bets as a sports book. Yeah. You're trying to get enough action on both sides that you're never too exposed. And he's utilizing his downline and he's utilizing his stable in order to create this sense of security and insurance for himself. So I thought him skirting that one specific question, because it was the only one that he flat out denied uh, to answer. That to me was like, okay, this is the pain point we need to start digging at. And we need to start getting answers around what his actual relationship was with GG, how much he knows about the back end, how much they know about his activities as far as creating an upline, downline, whatever. Uh, and, and then, you know, kind of see it blossom out from there. Uh, a few other things that I thought were pretty telling was he addressed the Sergi um, right. scenario and he basically skirted all responsibility. He just said, my operation is too big for me to be in the know for everything. But as far as Sergi and Martin's uh, account goes, they both said that it happened, that... Uh, you know, Sergi ghosted him at this final table. It was only three. He tried to dismiss it as only being three or four hands uh, and it not being that big of a deal. He then said to his knowledge, Sergi's never used RTA, but almost certainly does use preflop charts. And then to his knowledge, he has no idea why Sergi was banned from GG and wasn't able to get those answers, which seems a little wild to me. If anyone's going to get answers, is him, right? It, it's it's as if like GG is gonna tell him like yeah this. Is I would be astonished if uh, player representatives of 
that company, such as Negranu, Kuhn, uh, I'm not sure, uh, like Felipe, maybe not Felipe. I don't know that he's as high up as Negranu and Kuhn. Felipe is big in Brazil, though. Yeah, yeah, Elki, whatever. Like, I would be astonished if there wasn't something being internally shared as far as like this is the this is the behavior we're snuffing out maybe not so much as like the people right like they may not go so far as to say like hey guys uh as team members you should know that so and so was no, banned for reason why answers. like it's like okay this guy has a bunch of p- business he's bringing to the company he is your first representative right and this is his horse if if i'm like hey like why'd you ban my 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 horse like like, this is my guy. Like well, they're gonna answer him before that <laughs> even. Shin's over there, just like this is my guy. Yeah, like this is my guy. Can't ban my guy. What's up? That's my guy. Well, I think the bigger thing should be the opposite, right? Like Bryn should have to answer to them. Yeah. Like if he's bringing them all this business and whatnot, yeah. and they're like, "Hey, one of your guys is fucking cheating, and we have to do something." Like that conversation, right. Had to have taken place at some point, right? You would think, anyway. Yeah. I mean, maybe everybody is just playing the, the I'm not responsible card and shit rolls downhill. But, you know, the, the, the telltale sign of a poorly run operation, be it uh, Bryn's stable, Bryn's uh, affiliate downline, or uh, GG's security system, the telltale sign is whenever the person at the top skirts responsibility. So, like, if you're not willing to take ownership over the fact that, like, you had a horse who was banned for cheating, then that seems like a big problem if you're running a stable in and of itself, right? You don't get to be not complacent mm. or, or uh, have some level of responsibility to the team that you've assembled. Unless he just has like generals. Complicit. Right? He just has generals and he's just like the top guy. What's like, the difference? So- you're still the top guy, man. You're still running the ship. Like, right. sure, maybe the information doesn't get up to you, but like that's, that's a risk that you take by putting this operation together. Right. You don't get to be the head of Apple and have somebody at mid-level create some like sort of egregious crime against your user base yeah uh you know somebody writes in the tos that right uh right, right. for every download they owe a fraction of a penny to this right. specific person who wrote the code you don't get to be tim cook and say like well you guys can understand that yeah. was a mid-management thing and like i'm right. hands off right. and I, I don't read the tos I don't remember. Yeah. you don't get right. to be bigger than tesla and do shit like that <laughs> right exactly <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I was waiting waiting for waiting for you to <laughs> say needle. something Right. When it, when it all breaks down, the, the person who is reaping the most benefits is also the one who's on the hook for any sort of risk and yeah, uh, nefarious activities that may take place. So I thought that that was all like pretty not great, not a great look for Bryn. I don't think he provided any sort of answers or insight. I think he scratched at the surface of kind of like letting us know that something is going on behind closed doors, but he's trying to ch- draw our attention to something else shiny over here. Uh, so like in that same story, he then follows up and says, uh, if I were trying to organize a cheating operation, why then did Martin make a 10K final table a week later and dust it all off three-handed where he had half the chips in play with seven deuce offsuit? And then he tried to basically frame it as a character assassination against Martin where it's like, clearly he doesn't care. This guy's just torching my money. I had to cut business ties with him after that. And all of that may be true. Uh, I do think that there's a lot about this interview that, um, you know, Bryn. It does seem like the Martin Bryn beef is real, though. Like yeah. They, yeah. Like something else sure. happened outside of whatever is going on that really did like separate them. Yes, well, for I'm sure. sure. This also doesn't well, it help. Doesn't help. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think him. that there is a viable level of uh, Bryn discrediting Martin. Mm-hmm. 
um, that's fair. Uh, but again, I don't think anybody is trying to say that Martin is wholly innocent or is like the ideal person to be whistleblowing here. He yeah. just happens to be the one who stepped forward. And he even says that himself too. Yeah. And, and in trying to even clear his own name, uh, I feel like Sergi has kind of like opened the door a little bit to let us understand that shit was going on. Like he effectively admits to using charts and the implication is they're probably ICM charts, which is now a whole <coughs> lot different than mm. just your standard RFI charts. Right. You know what I mean? For those who are unfamiliar, RFI means race first in. So like, it's literally just like, you're looking at a piece of paper telling you what to open from each position. Most pros will tell you like, don't care. Everybody can use them. Not a big deal. Not much edge to be gained there. But there's, that, there, there's a big difference between that and then having like fully fleshed out ICM charts or independent chip model where every decision that you make Telling you, like, has that's... some sort of monetary correlation to it. Mm -hmm. And it's right. very different than what it would look like if you were playing, that's say, a, a cash big, game. That's a big yeah. it's, it's a actually. very clear like increase or decrease in ROI by having the quote unquote answers for the specific spot in theory Massive, versus like what you think is most the right of the time. We're, we're... It's also machine derived, yeah. right? Like you'd have to be running uh, HEM or hrc or hrc rather yeah um, hrc or simple preflop or something like something, that something along those lines there would have to be something that's being able yeah. to put in the real-time information so even if it's not directly like a big rig that is scraping the screen pulling the data giving you the answer or anything like that even if it's something as simple as like these are the hands we should be vpipping versus not uh there's still a calculation taking place on the side right and Just, that was kind of alluded to but never really uh confirmed nor denied uh, yeah. And Bryn didn't seem to have much problem throwing Sergi under the bus and then just following it up with saying like, but I believe he's like one of the most honest people on the world. I think he's a world-class player. Like I would put him in anything, yada, yada, yada. He's the reason why Lauren owes me less money because I let her buy a piece of his steak. Yeah, he did say that. Yeah, like there's some spots, at least just real quick, where like a chip leader is supposed to play 100% of hands. So like blasting it off with do seven or whatever, while it seems like practically insane, might just be good theoretically in some spots. Yeah, and maybe, I mean, you know, Bryn alluded to the fact that he had half the chips in play with three left. Yeah. yeah. So if ever there's a time for it, maybe Seems it's that. Like and maybe there's more to that story. Right? Yeah. Maybe uh, Martin can have or can find some proof uh, to corroborate the fact that that was a byproduct of him being told what to do in real time. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, but we need to see more of those receipts. That's, that's kind of the issue. Uh, I've been talking to Martin as much as I can offline, and he's trying. Um, but everything is like just so fuzzy right like just reading through as much of the text log as i can it just seems like there's no like clear instruction it reminds me of like a few good men right like where the order just keeps getting passed down <laughs> what and is this movie i don't think i've ever oh, seen some like, 1800s I've movie never seen a few I've good this, seen this, this is like zuzulo's head's gonna explode for what sure what is happening <laughs> few good men what? have you heard of tom cruise of mice okay and men. there was a movie have you heard of tom cruise <laughs> I've heard of Tom Cruise. Hey, yeah. Have you heard of Jack Nicholson? Yeah. Sure. Have you heard of Aaron Sorkin? No. Oh, Jesus uh, Christ. That's yes. where we lost him. Anna That's Sorokin? where we lost him. Yeah. Anna Sorokin? I know Anna Sorokin. Have, have you seen the, the social network? <laughs> yes. Okay, Aaron Sorkin directed that. Right. Wrote it. Wrote sure. and directed it. Good movie. Have sure, you seen News, Newsweek on New, HBO? What the fuck is Newsroom? Newsroom. Oh, Sorry, my oh, God. You know Newsroom? Yeah. I've oh, seen that. Okay, yeah. Aaron Sorkin again. Okay. The West Wing, Aaron Sorkin. Okay. We catch you up to speed. This is a fucking all-time classic movie. It's in most people's top twenty for sure. What's it called? Uh, mice and men. Of mice and men. A few good <laughs> men. 
you have you ever assholes. heard someone say like, "I oh, want the truth"? Like, you can't this. handle the yeah, truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you that's that's that movie. Movie. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I know that. You I don't want know me on that wall. You need me on that lie. wall. I always thought it was. Uh, I always thought uh, it was Mr. T. I always thought it was like <laughs> Judge Judy. <laughs> you should actually just have Zeus come in and just like do do <laughs> that whole entire scene. Funny, yeah, right. yeah, I agree. <laughs> I always thought it was like Judge Judy. Please watch Judge Judy. Please watch Mr. T. It's actually Mr. T is like I pity the fool. Yeah, he he would say you can't handle the truth. I pity the fool. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, We're gonna have a team viewing of How do you a few not? good men. Viewer. We need to watch a few good men. That's wild. Yeah. Brings Top up enough that 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 reminds Listen, me. I have read of mice and men. Okay, so okay. don't. I've only Lenny heard is an all-time <laughs> classic character. Matter of fact. Stop calling me Lenny off screen, man. Lenny. I've had enough of this Lenny's Who's comparison. Lenny? Can somebody oh, Lenny. Lenny. He gets shot because... So Lenny, like, he pets Rabbit too hard and kills it. Like, he's just retarded. <laughs> I love you know, He is oh. Lenny, bro. You Lenny? Have you ever seen the Have you ever seen the uh, Looney Tunes with the abominable snowman? <laughs> yes. Who always grabs Bug Bunny by the neck and goes, <laughs> I'm gonna love him and squeeze him and hug him. Yeah, and yeah, hug yeah. him. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's based off of Lenny That's of Lenny. Mice and Men. That's based on Lenny, not Landon. (laughs) And he's also like Lenny's like big, and he doesn't know his own strength. I'm sold on it. (laughs) I can't handle the truth. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What's this movie about? (laughs) (laughs) What's this movie about? Easy, Lenny. What's the movie about? Stop talking! Just stop talking! <laughs> Before you talk, you're making it worse! <laughs> oh, uh, oh, do you even know why you brought up a few good men? Oh, I do! Sure. Like, because I do. Because it was, the, it was the pecking order of the order getting passed down, uh, and yeah. like, basically shit rolls downhill, <laughs> so the lowest on the totem pole gets blamed. Right. And it seems like Brynn is kind of setting Sergi up a bit for the fall here, mm. uh, w- with that regard. Um, I don't know, man. There's a lot that we don't know still. And honestly, like, I, I do want to bring this up before we get into the team viewer stuff because I thought that was another uh, clear point where he skirted uh, an answer, bad. which was, like, very bad. Very bad. Um, yeah. But prior to that, I, I do want to say, like, this is... So I want to get to the bottom of the Brin stuff, but this is not really related to the shit that we were talking about between, like, Ali and Jake oh. And yeah. a lot of uh, like this whole RTA ring that we're pretty sure of. Like that list, yeah. that list didn't have Brent on it. Even though I knew this story for a year and a half from from Martin telling me uh, when right. we were snowboarding. We all believe that Brent doesn't use RTA. Right, right. Like, yeah. We're, yeah. we're like, Brent, yeah. you don't use RTA. Yeah, we he, know you don't use RTA. Right, like, don't he worry. denounced that he's ever used RTA. It's like, bro, nobody's accusing <laughs> you of using <laughs> RTA at all. I promise you. Like, like that's not a thing. Phil of all Phil players. Like, right, yeah. yeah. It's like someone in your stable probably has RTA, but, like, again, that's not even the witch hunt that we're after. Like, mm-hmm. it just sounds like there's a lot of backhanded shit that's going on behind closed doors mm-hmm. that is very closely correlated to one of the biggest operators in our space. Mm-hmm. And we just want to know to what degree this impacts the community, how bad is it, how much of this is uh, potentially scalable and taking advantage of weaker people, whether it's your affiliates or whether it's people like Lauren Roberts. Um, but none of this is the same as that list of 50 from GG that were banned. Yeah. None of this is the same as that short <laughs> list that I have of people that are really, really, really highly likely to not only be running RTA, but be scaling RTA by 
by either uh, ghosting their own stables or making the, the software available to their own stables, right? It's like, we know a few names that have gotten out. Like we, we can cross check and see that like Brewer, Ali, uh, Schindler, um, I'm trying to think like who else has been confirmed that like just haven't played on GG since that exact date, yeah. right? Like very likely that they were banned and extremely probable that it was for our RTA. So I, I don't want to, I don't want to lose that the sense of that story. What timing for Ali? This this oh, princess yeah. comes yeah. out right. Yeah. How, yeah. how like, good does he run? You, that this yeah. comes out right after. You know, who, you know who's really <laughs> throwing a fucking party in Fiji right now? Oh shit! Oh, oh, man. Oh, Dave, Dave, oh, Dave. Oh, like, God, I'm in the right oh, industry. Oh my God! Yeah. I didn't remember him. <laughs> He's like, that was a story oh, for a second. Can I say like, I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion. I don't know if it's like, we'll talk about it, but. All the stuff that's going on when it comes to like the higher stakes RTA slash ghosting, like this seems to really affect like a very small amount of the community. Like ghosting and RTA and stuff like that isn't happening at like low stakes, well, like five dollar ABIs. Like, well, it is. You yeah. know, it is. We, just you know, also, not at scale. Right. Like because it's not scale, as like, impactful as it. Who the well, hell uses RTA in a five dollar buy it? We know who. It was eleven dollar buy it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> so weird. We, we know, heard about how this. How odd. We know he was the first one to reach out and say, "I'm not doing anything." Yeah, right. <laughs> so weird. Like, no, you're just ghosting dudes at eleven dollar fucking buy-ins where eight hundred bucks is up top. Okay. Bizarre. Cool. Yeah. Um, but Man. the whole point that Landon is trying to make is that it's not scalable at those stakes because they're so they're so vast. There are so many people playing at that stake level mm -hmm. that the same amount of bad actors at an eleven dollar buy-in have minimal impact whereas if the exact same amount of people at high stakes uh were were cheating or ghosting or or whatever the impact is massive yeah. right so take the wsp 5k that they just ran this sunday <laughs> it was a 50 person field freeze out Dark by the side. way if you are the winner of that we would love to have you on and ask you questions Seifert. about some hands Sean Seifert. would we'd love to I get mean, your no, input i've seen on, that name like some before, hands on the FT, like when i used so. to play in new jersey i think yeah he's cast a lot of online bracelet events well, no, we, but I've seen that name. <laughs> like, is he, did he just stop playing for the last apparently couple of years? for like a half a decade? Apparently, okay. like he hasn't been seen in a poker room in the last five years. Okay, just doesn't have like that many friends in poker or whatever. Um, but congrats, yeah. <laughs> congratulations! Sure. Yeah, we could loop back to that. Uh, I mean, That's I don't, I don't need to. Loop. All, all I'm saying is that like it's very likely that in a 50-person field, if five people are cheating, that's gonna majorly impact yeah. the R, uh, the Hard ROI on the remaining and, field, right? right? Where if five people are cheating in an $11 buy-in, it doesn't fucking matter. Right. Yeah. It's there's kind of there's like the, three thousand people in the yeah. field. It's like the tax you paid back in the day, sort of thing. Kind but of. A little different because of like strategy and whatever, but it's it's shitty. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. And long term, it's very bad for the ecosystem to where it will collapse. But it's not. It would matter if they all got deep and there were. Yeah, you know, to some degree, but even that's going to be like a, a, a unique yeah. experience, right? Yeah. Exactly. It matters the most whenever they're able to like really ramp it up for like. Call it an $11, 1 million guarantee. Right. That like some site's a, doing as a promo. Or some freeze out where they're using a bunch of different Correct. accounts to yeah. get around the freeze out part. And it's probably not going to happen in a tournament where there could literally be 10,000 entries plus. I mean, it will, but it's, again, there's 10,000 entries. Right. So it's like, it's very diluted. Yeah. Right? Um, the, the whole point I'm trying to arrive at though, is that this is clearly fucking happening. Like we have clear and utter evidence of it from this past Sunday on WSOP. There is near zero doubt that Sean Seifert did not win the WSOP 5K, right? <laughs> it, it's 
sure it's it's non-zero that it could have been him but it's 99th percentile that it wasn't like you just don't disappear from the world for five years come back and win a small field high roller versus like some of the best online players in the united states yeah so it's not a thing what does wsop do there, there's a couple. There's a couple people that say like, "Oh, they should freeze his account, and do an investigation." I don't know what, it, what that. Would I don't even know how like. they they'll, they'll do their due diligence on their back end, but like, this is just something that again you can't police. Like, if someone's just on the phone with this guy who is willing to sell his account for X amount of dollars, there's nothing they can do. All they could do is stop running 5Ks, and they're not. They're actually doing the opposite. They're running one a month, and they're going to run 10Ks during the WSOP. Yeah. Right. So it's just like we already saw the schedule come out. The online bracelets are big. There's like five or six high roller events that are being played online. It's like, and I'm dumb enough to late to like max late reg. (laughs) (laughs) You beat story, man. Go on, go on. No, I I didn't. But it's like I played. I played for 90 minutes, and in that time, I played with two people that didn't have a Poker Pro Lab uh, account. Yeah. Not like omitted. They didn't like opt out. Like they had no record of ever having played online. So yeah. what you're saying is like now. <laughs> okay, it's come on. We're in yeah. an environment. What you're saying is we're in an environment where that would be considered a good thing back then, right? Like it's like, right. oh, this person is like, right, right. Not, money. yeah, right. Like this, and but now we're in an environment where you see that you're actually suspicious. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. It's sucks. just like, you know, that that's not a thing. Average recreationals. Uh, nobody knew about this fucking 5K, man. Yeah. I didn't know about it until day of an hour before the start time. Yeah. And I'm in the mix. No random recreational is like sitting down on their laptop on a Sunday like, oh, man, I usually play the $25 cash game on WSB. Let's see what they got going in the... In the tw- wow. What? Okay. 5K freeze out. I like the sound of that. <laughs> These expressions are insane. Uh, it's not that easy to get money on. I was going to say, let me put all the tech deposits on. Just... I can get like 30K on, no problem. Okay. Yeah. Um, and if you live in Nevada or. But if you don't play, if you know, right, like, right, like right. if you're someone who just doesn't play that often, can you just put 5K Se- on a 750 and fire limit. A tournament? Yeah, 750 to? limit. So it's, you got to do it. A well, times. Yeah, you, Here's my quick question for you. Even though all this stuff is going on. You would still assume that you're winning in the field during the WSB 5K. I honestly don't know. Well, I, I mean, I you're never regging. You're that. never regging, assuming you're losing, right? As a professional poker player, regging with 12 big blinds and half the field gone, I, I don't know that I could be so incompetent that I'm negative. Right, that's EV. what I'm saying. No one's ever regging without, but like, but no professionals regging. Yeah, but that could just be hubris. Like, I don't know for sure. But I'm saying the question that he posed to you, sure. will, the answer will always be like, yeah, I have an edge. You're not going to reg something. Without I mean, I'm, I'm very quick to just be humble in this spot and say, like, I don't know. I, I truly could have negative edge there and just, like, be yeah. gambling a little bit. But yeah. I think if I have negative edge, it's small. Right. And, like, variance in and of itself can correct for that. Right. Because yeah. there's also people that are still in the, in the mix that are losing at, like, negative 5 Honestly, to negative 20%. I don't know that that's true. There is, like, two or three names that I think are fishy that uh, I'm pretty confident are them. Yeah, but again, I'm only pretty confident, right? Yeah. It's like when somebody who has an ABI of like 215 is firing a 5K freeze out. Like, you never know. Maybe they sold their account this week. Yeah. You know, it's not that unreasonable. <laughs> yeah. If I had seen one of those three names win, I certainly would have been suspicious. Yeah. Just like, okay, I guess you have a win rate, maybe, but it seems, seems, seems lucky. Yeah. Seems awfully lucky. Um, that's my side piece. Sidebar, I guess. Oh. I, I didn't want yeah, to. Yeah, my side is on the phrase. 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 My side is on the 
game, Stop. right? That but was I'm a, banging that, out RTA. That was a Freudian <laughs> slip. Yeah, 100%. Tell us about <laughs> that was a Freudian slip. Yeah. Where's, who's the original? Yeah, who's piece? the main piece? I don't know. Who's the main piece? We're trying to find out. What's up? Give us the tea. That's all you want, buddy. There is. Nothing to I talk hate about. when he says buddy. It's one of the most degrading <laughs> terms. <laughs> it's, it's almost as bad as it's when he says passive aggro. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. It's condescending. It's very condescending. Very patronizing. Yep. Patronizing. Yeah. Why don't patronize? <laughs> why do you always patronize? <laughs> <laughs> don't, yeah. So team viewer. <laughs> TeamViewer is a program. You might as well call me Lenny or whatever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Lenny. Did you say Landon or Lenny? Lenny. <laughs> One of the same. Bro, enough. <laughs> so TeamViewer mm -hmm. is a program that uh, most people use in the poker sphere to cheat. That's it. Blatant. That, that's right. that's what TeamViewer is used for. Most yeah. clients will not allow you to have TeamViewer open uh, or running while you have their client open. Uh, because it's just so blatantly clear to cheat off of. In early post-Black Friday days, a lot of people would use it to, uh, instead of VPNing, they would just use TeamViewer. TeamViewer, just, you, you just you control, control another a, different, desktop. a different computer from yep. your computer. Yeah, correct. Uh, so like post-Black Friday days before VPN was really a thing, a lot of people would just buy computers in uh, legal countries yeah. and then TeamView in. There were full-blown operations of yeah. that. I've heard like of that. People yeah. had a business, like business yep. of this. Like set up a computer in Canada, and then you're able to team view into that that space. Right. Um, and you know, it has a lot of purposes that it can serve as far as like modern day cheating. As far as like ghosting goes, obviously that's a super easy one. Now it allows you to just super use, or not super use, but uh, to take over for the account that you're you're ghosting. Um, but it can also function pretty well, uh, for RTA if you're trying to utilize, uh, a cold machine of sorts, right? Like if you don't have a data scraper, uh, but you want to be running a program like PO or, uh, something more sophisticated that sites would otherwise pick up on their security, you could just team view into another cold machine enter the information, run it real time, get the answer. That's very clunky. It's unlikely that that's a way that people are RTAing or cheating. But nevertheless, like, it's very clear what TeamViewer is used to do. It's, it's used to allocate a remote location, right? So you want to, or, or to access a remote location. So you want to be able to have access to a whole other machine and do something on it, right? Now, there are a lot of practical applications for this in business, particularly, like, we mostly use TeamViewer uh, for the sake of production. So if I have a coach who's going to do a mastermind, I'll team view into his desktop. I'll set everything up on his side for OBS. Uh, you know, and I'll, I'll make sure that like I can troubleshoot from far away. Sometimes like they're in different countries. Sometimes they're in different States, whatever. It allows me the ability to troubleshoot the tech, uh, tech side of things without much interference. Uh, in, general business uh you would see team viewer getting utilized very often at the tech support level so if you're having a problem with windows for instance and you call microsoft they'll team view in and they'll do type of shit right there's no reason for uh you to ever use team viewer as a means of communication it's not meant for that like yes it has those capabilities but like you don't do a conference call on team viewer right you don't do a one-on-one -on -one chat voice chat video chat anything along those lines on team viewer that's 
Use but, Zoom, Discord, yeah, literally anything else. Literally anything else. Use your phone. You can use, like, there are a thousand <laughs> different apps that you use for this. Uh, and the reason I bring all this up is because Sarah seemed to catch Bryn a little bit off guard with this question where she said, look, uh, we saw this screenshot of your desktop and it has TeamViewer and NordVPN on it. Can you explain why? And he just like went on this rant about like how, first he didn't answer the question directly, right? So first he just like went on this rant about how he's too busy to ghost anybody and how he's too busy to coach anyone and you know this is a waste of his time and all this other stuff she goes right but like these <laughs> these apps why are they i don't have team viewer on my computer why do you have it on yours is what she said to him and he was just like she's like have you used it for coaching like literally trying to give him out yeah and he's like no i mean i'm trying to think i don't think i've coached anybody but you know <laughs> team viewer is a very common application like oh, i just God. use it for calls and it's like what? okay man uh -huh. I don't think you, you know, know what, what he, he did say. He said he, he should have said there was a there was a phone scammer who told me to download it, and then he told me to go buy Target gift cards. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> team viewer. He said I needed Team Viewer to fix my computer. <laughs> I think he said. That's wild. I think he said that he used when he was like traveling, he would use it to do business on his home computer. Well, he eventually got to that. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I think that was when, you know, it kind of dawned on him that his answers weren't very clean or crisp. She's literally giving him uh, out. The reason why this is very relevant to me is because it kind of corroborates a little bit of the idea that he could potentially see Zumani's screen. Uh, so he said a few things. He said, number one, that TeamViewer just launches upon startup. Well, that doesn't have to be true. You can obviously you can disable that. Yeah. Mine doesn't launch at startup. We got something. Go on. It seems. Um, on. Doug just tweeted that proof via Martin Zumani. Sergi, a text from Sergi that says, he didn't tell me specific, but he said that he saw multiple instances of my screen with charts and sheets that I paid money for servers. Uh, right, plus me not letting David watch. Yeah, I saw that. I don't feel like it really like proves anything. Uh, but... Can you find the tweet, Andre? Or Guapo, whoever's at the helm. Um, we'll pull that up for you guys since... Uh... I didn't exactly follow Conrad's reading. Yeah, nobody's ever going to follow my reading. <laughs> okay, so we have the tweet up. He says, he didn't tell me specific, but he said that he saw multiple instances of my screen with charts and sheet that I paid money for servers plus me not letting David watch. Okay, so this is a little bit out of context, but uh, pretty interesting. I'd like to see the rest of that chat. I know. Um, yeah. <laughs> It does imply, so what I'm getting at with the team viewer stuff is that it implies that um, there were potential avenues for Bryn to have seen screens. Now, I don't know enough about how a Trojan would work, but it seems very probable <laughs> that if you were able to install a Trojan into somebody's computer, you would utilize uh, an application such as TeamViewer yeah. to be able to then take control or uh, see what's going on on their screen, something to that effect, right? So I would imagine that there's a correlation between those two programs. Again, I'm just speculating. Uh, I, don't, I don't think that this necessarily proves guilt on Brin's side, but I think that this tweet from Sergi is certainly indicative of the fact of corroborating what Martin was saying, that uh, Brin could in fact see Martin's screen some or all of the time. Um, and again, I don't know big picture what that means, right? It demonstrates that something shitty is going on. It means he saw all of his horse's, horse's screens. Right, but how often was he playing against his horses, right? So, like, 
this this kind of opens a whole new can of worms. Well, that means like, a lot because he's playing small field high rollers, right? I don't know. And I don't know how often he's putting his horses in that. I don't know what his stable looks like, right? Um, but, and I also don't know to what degree he can scale the ability to see screens and stuff like that. Because, like, we're talking about two horses that seem to be relatively close to him between Sergi and, and uh, Martin, right? Yeah. But, like, what about people that he signs up as affiliates beneath him? Is he able to see their screens? Is he then able to see the screens of the people that they sign up? Because now we're talking about something that, like, really has legs. Yeah, it's just right? an open can of worms. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, we're talking about, like, a, a, a very in-depth cheating scandal where uh, having that information available to you allows you to leverage it to very, very, very big plus EV spots. Um, and that would also correlate pretty heavily with the idea of him being able to take agencies away from people. Um, you know, if basically like they're getting smashed and, you know, complaining or uh, putting up a fight versus Bryn saying they're not going to pay or whatever the case, like if he's putting them in a position where they're losing so badly that like they refuse to pay or he has outstanding debt with a lot of the people beneath yeah, him. Because again, remember, remember he was funding everything in the early going. Yeah. Everything. There was no way, and I know this for a fact, like I played very briefly on GG through Bryn, mm -hmm. and it was all on the honor system. He would just put money in my account, and if I lost, I would send him a bit, and that was it. So it's like, you know, th this was all reputation-based, it was all trust-based, and to my knowledge, he's never come out and outed anybody for not paying. Well, he certainly didn't get paid by Lauren, by yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. Well, not just Lauren, but like a lot of people, I would assume, right? right. right? People who have names in this industry mm. for sure rugged him at some point. Why is he not coming out against them, right? There has to be something. And if the ability to steal agency is a part of that, that could make a lot of sense as to where he was, uh, you know, basically ensuring that he was never going to be on the hook, which... Mm. Pretty interesting. Um, I guess that does bring me then to Lauren. Uh, and they dedicated a fair portion of the pod to his relationship with her. Uh, I spoke with her on the phone before we did this. Uh, most of it was off the record, so I don't want to get like too deep into it. But she largely corroborated what he said about the relationship. Like uh, basically saying that like they very quickly became good friends. Uh, she... She welcomed him into her home. They did a lot of traveling together. Um, you know, nothing really new from that front. Yo, was Sarah out of line saying if they had a romantic relationship? It's no. like she's married, bro. Yeah, That's but I, I think it's like... I mean, I don't know. Like, I think it's I a fair question to ask. It's a fair question? I'm just... Yeah, I'm, I'm legit asking if it's a fair I question. I feel like it's I mean, fair, but it's sort of the kind of thing that's... What do you expect him to say? Yes? Like, he's not going to say yes, even if there was. Well, he did so. imply... So she actually said this to me on the phone. Uh, he did imply that, like, he felt Lauren was into him or whatever. And she kind uh -huh. of, like, dismissed it as, like, you know, this is this is a joke. I'm happily married and I'm, like, right. you know, one and a half times his age. Yeah. This just, like, wasn't a thing. I just, I wanted to get better at poker. And uh, at the time that they met, she said Bryn was, like, in a really shit spot, which he admitted to. He said he was, like, three million in makeup or whatever. Uh -huh. And... Uh, was kind of bottom of the barrel, so it seemed like two roads colliding I at a very opportune time. I think she said ten time. in her tweet. No, no, no. She said that he was in the hole for ten. Oh. I think like career wise or something. I don't think she... it was career wise. I think it was just like. Oh, just so he now? said he said on the pod that he was three point some million in makeup and one million ish in debt. Mm -hmm. She's basically just saying it was double that. 
um, so see, from what I got funny. from her tweet was that he was ten million in the whole <laughs> lifetime. No, okay. no, 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 okay. for sure not. Like he's <laughs> he's had his ups and downs, but yeah. like for sure is a profitable player. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's it's tough to say. Uh, you know, basically the takeaway I had from my conversation with Lauren is that she's obviously very hurt by all of this. Uh, she doesn't really want to be a spectacle mm-hmm. or be a part of. Uh, some circus that is trying to get to the bottom of something that is a lot deeper than I think we can understand. Um, and what's, your, what's your vibes, though? Like, what are your vibes? Uh, <laughs> their stories seem to align a lot. Like, I think that she's... I, I think both her and Martin are telling mostly whole truths, if not complete truths. Uh, and I think that Bryn is telling partial truths. That's everything I can gather. And that's based off of just, like decades of hearing a lot of underhanded shit about Bryn that, uh, you know, kind of align with this type of stuff. Like I mentioned, you know, back in the early 2000s, whenever he went from, you know, up a couple million to like down a couple million in debt to everybody. And he even corroborated this on the, on the pod. He said that that absolutely happened. Um, but he kind of spun it as like, but you know, everybody that I ever owed, I paid back. And like, my name is gold in this industry, yada, yada, yada. It's like, well, be that as it may, like everything that I heard around that time was that he was pretty much setting up ghosting operations in order to recoup all that money, Hmm. right? Ghosting operations, collusion rings, uh, a lot of it centered around his brother and you know, his horses, things of that nature. So it's like, I don't necessarily know who to believe. Uh, We haven't seen any hard evidence one way or the other. But there's a lot of speculation that keeps aligning over and over and over again to quick money grab type of of concepts. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I think that mm. you know, without going into too much detail, I think that uh, she she did say that like he absolutely played on her account, um, and that you know she was she was uh, a witness to like other call it gray type of behavior. And I, I think that's a fair term to use because like we don't know to what degree uh, things like charts and ghosting and, and shit like that is necessarily bad. Um, I just think that like, I'm interested to see how the Sergi thing plays out. I don't think he's going to let himself get thrown under the bus. So Sergi's close with Bryn, right? Yeah. He's like his number one horse. Okay. But he is. But he has a lot of shit piling up on him. He's collaborating with Martin, or no? No, no, right? Because, but what was that text with with the Doug thing? It, it seems like it was a text that was just between Martin and Sergi at some point. I don't know if it came today. Yeah. Uh, or if it, you know, is an older text or something like that. Um. But I will say that, like, you know, there's a lot of shit piling up on Sergi's back, right? Like he's accused of of ghosting Martin. And that seems to be corroborated by multiple people now. He's accused of using RTA. And to at least a lesser degree, it's confirmed that he used charts. Didn't he start like with the Ali camp? I don't know. Was... Landon, do you know that? I know what? If Sergi was a part of the Ali camp. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know that okay. either. Um, he's accused of uh, overall RTA and is banned from GG for something. So, like, we don't necessarily know what. Yeah. But Brynn is basically taking no responsibility of any of this and kind of saying, like, yo, that's my man, but, like, that's all on him. Oh, sorry. I was thinking about Justin Saliba. Oh, yeah. Two totally different people. Yeah. Um, 
so I'll be curious to see like how this plays out publicly uh, and like what's going on behind the scenes there. Uh, it's one of those things too where it's like he could easily be the straw that breaks the camel back, right? So like this could go one way or the other. Uh, it could be a scenario where like him and Bryn are so close that Sergio will just remain loyal from now till the day he dies and like they're, you know, kind of kind of like the organized crime system where like, it's like you just never turn on the boss and he's a made man and will always be made whole if he doesn't doesn't snitch and does the time for Bryn kind of thing, right? Yeah. Or there's another scenario where it's just like he gets sick of being the fall guy and there isn't anything in it for him to keep his mouth shut and he has some clear evidence via text messages, via some sort of exchange, via uh, being able to demonstrate that, like, you know, he could see a screen, whatever. So what's your read on Serge? I don't know. I don't know him what's very well. What's your vibes? Well. Uh, what's your vibes? Do you think he's gonna, you think he's made I, man, or you think he's? I, is I, he Sammy I, the Bull? Or? I don't. I don't know Sergi very well at all. I had one interaction with him at the wind where we had uh, we were on dinner break with him and Landon and a few others, and he seems like a really sweet, nice guy. Oh fuck! <laughs> I genuinely like. I, I was I was very shocked to even know that he was backed by Brynn or that he was involved in this in any way, shape, or form yeah, at all. Yeah. Like, I just thought he was kind of a self-made good player. He's a part of that, like, Spanish group that uh, I would hold in very high regards. So, I don't know, man. Uh, I know that there's probably, like, some pride to his rep, and he probably doesn't want to be dragged through the mud. So, you know, we'll see how all this shakes out in the long run. Um, it's, it's really tough to tell. I, I'm so, just, like... I'm just like flabbergasted by the whole thing, to be honest. Like between watching that interview and then talking to Lauren immediately afterwards, it's like my brain is just kind of scrambled with a whole bunch of like, there were so many words said <laughs> and like so few points made yeah. or refuted. You know what I mean? Oh, I feel you. I feel you. Like, I mean, it feels like you, you, you're, you're like in the middle of it almost. Fuck, I don't want anything to do with it. I'm, <laughs> yeah, right. I'm just it. here to report the shit that gets thrown my way because I don't want to be a part of something that is scandalous. I'm scared for you. <laughs> Maybe you know too much. Please kill me. At some point, you know too much. Please, please think messenger. that I'm the reason that <laughs> shit's getting out and put an end to it all. Let me die with honor. No, we no, just give them our address. You can't seppuku. Yeah, then we're gonna have. To Andre and I talk about seppuku all the time. Seppuku. <laughs> we're just gonna go to Japan for the to fullest run, of death. We're gonna have to run the ghost of Berkey's past Twitter account. Oh yeah, we, we do. We, so don't we, worry, don't worry. I'm I'm doing I'm doing all the do legwork have, for you guys. Do you have your like? Are they scheduled? Yeah, for, I'm doing everything okay. for I mean, you. So I have, Berkey I have has list. all the the ghost of Berkey. So he's had us he agree. He has scheduled tweets. He's yeah. made us agree that after he passes. He, we must release um, a, a whole line of tweets, just basically drafts. fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> I hate cheap, you. Always hated you. Just sort every of name on that get, list. Uh, putting it all out there. So yeah, here's we, the list. we're in charge of releasing that under the name of the ghost of Mapper. Now I might become a martyr. Now I, somebody might kill me just for the sake. I know. I know. <laughs> we will also have Gatsby laying on your grave. When I appreciate it that. Uh, I'm very confident at ten you, now. Uh, his birthday's Friday. Shout out I to think the pup. He's going before uh, I'm very confident that. Well, if, it's for Matt's own opium. If, oh. if I were to die tomorrow, I think Gatsby would be very, very short in this world. 
Yeah, I know. Just got he would, so morbid right That's now. what happens. He would cry it's, a lot. It's like when two dogs grow up together and then yeah. like one dies, the other one dies right after. Yeah. Or like, you know. <laughs> well, sometimes. Married couples. <laughs> oh my God. I heard married Common. couples, like if one person dies, the other person's life expectancy goes way down. I've, I've heard that, that, that too. That happens a lot. Yeah. They yeah. lose the will, especially if one's well, in old like a caregiver of the stuff. other one and then, yeah. and then they kind of like lose that. Right. I lost that, the will 30 years ago. Yeah. Where the fuck's my expiration date? In old, in old <laughs> novels, they used to have people were always dying of misery in old novels. I, I wonder if that's just a nice way of saying they were. Did you know, George die after but. shooting Lenny? George shot Lenny? I don't remember yes. that detail. Yes. Have you read of Mice and Men? Have you read of Mice and Men? Bro, I'm ancient, man. I read it 35 years you ago. You forgot the conclusion. You read it when well, I knew he died. I just couldn't He's remember. He's looking away. I didn't realize it was an old yeller type head. situation. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> behind the barn. Damn, GG old yeller. Sad. Yeah, for I've some reason that I either. thought, I, I might be like uh, conflating it with uh, the Scarlet Letter. Didn't they like, never read didn't that? they burn her at the stake? When it was Come all on, said, man. man. Was a, what was it? Salem Witch Hunt? Am I am I mixing that up with another? Yeah, I think maybe the Crucible. Oh, the Crucible! Wow, the cru you know what? I never read the Crucible. What I watched are the movie. these things you guys? I have about. read the Crucible actually. Are, what are they? All books? These yeah, were all mandatory. If you would have made it to eighth grade, you would have Oh, I lied. The Crucible was a place. If you would have made it to eighth grade, you would have read all of these. I lied. I saw the movie. No. Read the book. Yeah, I was I was told to read the book and then I watched the movie. Yeah, for sure. It was a good movie. Okay. I remember it because we had to read it out loud in class and I got called on to like be one of the parts and I was like so nervous. I was like, really like I was a lot more shy in high the, school. This so. is this is a hilarious uh, sure side to that. In sixth grade, we used to do uh, science lessons where we would read the text out loud. I don't uh -huh. know why the teacher thought this was a good idea. We like, always did that. Science, <laughs> that. That science is just so fucking boring. The like if everybody takes their turn. Yeah. So myself no one can ever and pronounce it. Myself and this kid, Sean Hess, uh, we were in... Pollock's class, you wouldn't know. You got moved because of the Renee incident. You got dropped down. <laughs> you got Ooh, dropped, you dropped down in stakes? This, this is whole, Wait, and what kind of class? This incident. is a whole other story. Yo, did he Brian, drop down in stakes because he didn't do no, yoga? No. Brian was, story. Brian, story. Brian was supposed to be in my sixth grade class, but uh, this girl who at the time was like oh the most God. popular girl in school, he uh -oh. was dating her. She broke up with him for Sean, who I'm talking about oh, now. Shit. And he got mad. And said something very, <gasps> very uncouth at Ryan, lunch. Ryan, what did wow. you say? And she say told, it, say it. She told her mom and the teacher, Mrs. Long, who eventually told the principal. And then whenever they went, so this happened at the end of the school year, right? We were already scheduled for our sixth grade class. Uh -huh. And it was supposed to be me, Brian, Sean, and Renee all in the same sixth grade class. There were three classes. Well, they had to move him out <laughs> wow. because he couldn't be in the same class. Wow. Must have been bad. What did he say? Yeah, what did you I say? I think he probably called her move a whore on. or something. Next, uh, Brian, no. What did you say, Brian? You can't say what he said. No, it, it, no, it's it's not really not bad? It was not for his virgin ears. Wait, wait. Was fifth was grade it? and someone told me to say something and I just... Kids in the end result was she took one of those cherry icy juices and threw it all over his white Penn State hoodie. Oh, man. I deserved it. This was a dramatic breakup. That was bad. He also punched her brother in the face over it. Oh, is not the answer when you're from you know a 10th or 10 years old with yeah. also her brother's she was gay. passionate her brother's also gay so it was kind of a hate oh. crime wow oh. you punched a gay guy he wasn't out yet he wasn't oh, out yet man. you knew you knew this is a double <laughs> whammy knew. he confided in you and the whole thing started because he had a crush on brian while she while he was dating his sister no he really did? He no, did. this is mostly nah, false. Uh, <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, so he... 
Yes, it was, it's it was, coming no, out. No, it was just funny because like <laughs> we're in like fifth grade or fourth grade, and they're like, "Oh yeah, uh, like you were you." I told Renee you were using her. I'm like, "Using her for what? <laughs> like is... to get popularity?" No, Brian, wow. I didn't like that. I didn't so like that. Was Brian was girls down in the fifth grade, <laughs> enough, dude. Enough. He had some game. Popular, Come on. Do it, bro. <laughs> You were wild. Wow. I was wild. Right, so the wild boy. <laughs> now that we got that out of the way, the story I was trying to tell is when we were reading science class, oh, uh, yeah. we, we would always be reading about organisms, uh-huh. and he and I would just always say orgasms. Of course. Uh-huh. Of course. <laughs> yeah. So we'd stand up in front of the class and be like, a single-celled orgasm. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you just stare at people until they laugh? Yeah. yeah. Wow. That used to happen when I was growing up, too. Yeah, kids, But man. kids would say it by accident, and then everyone would laugh, and they, their face would get so red. That's, I'm that's plus one on this one. That's, I remember that this happening, to too. I never yeah. said the orgasm part, Lenny but was up there going, said, oh, orgasm, and they're like, oh, ha, ha. That shit oh, funny. man. Uh, <laughs> another someone another said uh, funny Renee story. Uh, so we were in honors English together in eighth grade. And she was so shy, like the most quiet, shy girl on the planet. Uh-huh. And I was sitting uh, adjacent to her. So like one row back, one row to the left. Is this one you blamed a fart on? Yeah. Oh my God. And I, I like lift my cheek to try to get a silent one out. I'm the only guy in the fucking class. So it's like me and 18 girls. And I like lift the cheek to try to squeak one out. And it just goes. And I just immediately like look up and I go, Renee! <laughs> See, it sounds she like... She died. She physically yeah, died. Yeah, that's terrible. That is so embarrassing. What do you want me to do? You have to own up to it. No. It's okay when guys no. fart in middle school. When girls fart, it's like the end of the world. Yeah, that's fine. Better her than me. I did my best I, to I challenge that stigma. I take but... the blame. Gosh. Oh, man. Poor girl. Good terrible. times. Middle good school time. was, good. was... This is like 1950. Fuck off. <laughs> Relax, Lenny, or you're gonna be taken out behind the barn. No. I got a long life to live, hopefully. <laughs> oh, all right, that trip down memory lane was fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't have a lot more to say about the interview. I guess. Uh, do you guys have any any feedback or input from like what you saw? I think to the outside public, like, Bryn came off pretty good. Well, what, from what I watched, like anybody outside without any other knowledge would say. I, my thing is, though, he that whenever innocent. someone feels right. the need to set to keep reiterating that they are a kind and helpful person and that this and that, and it's like you're not like usually when people are trying to convince you explicitly that like I am this type of person and I'm this, I just immediately in my head, I'm like. You're not because you wouldn't have to say it that was pretty wild to hear him revert to that defense so many like it was yeah. very jarring but he said he that's his, that's the way he speaks though because like nah. have you, do you remember the joe ingram interview yeah it was very similar uh for some of it he definitely speaks to women differently than men for oh sure. yeah i we mean we, we, could, we could go back in his reply I, I totally noticed this going i was just doing a little digging in his replies and yeah no like to women it's uh, oh the world is so beautiful if you just you know be grateful for your life and everything will work out and then it's like guys it's like cross book me homie fuck you man <laughs> shout out to all the dads out there it's like what's going on here yeah like, you know we can see this right I, I think that like even like looking back on the ingram interview like whenever he gets pressed about the doug stuff and and you know the things that are a little bit more uh confrontational he definitely reverts back to that like sense of arrogance of i'm the best in the world like come at me champ uh-huh type of of speech and there was none of that this was so calculated yeah but like in such a trumpian way 
right? Like to just constantly, it, it, it reminded me of that, like to constantly just keep saying like, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm just this guy who's like really looking to help other people. And like, sometimes the, the that doesn't work out in my benefit. I don't because know any, a, all the people I know who are like the most helpful, selfless people never say stuff yeah, like Yeah, you don't really that. talk yeah, you about why? it. Because those people understand that it's as much of a detriment as it is a positive characteristic. Yeah. yeah it's like, I have a lot of problems in my life because I can't help. You're like, how do I stop self-sacrificing? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're like, if you do something out of the goodness of your heart, you don't try to get a compliment for it. You do it because you want to. Exactly. And he kept saying that too. He's like, well, I'm not looking for praise or acknowledgement for like all of the help I've done. But like, but if you just ask anybody... Yeah. They'll tell you, like, Bryn Kenny is the number one helpful person yeah. in the world. It's like, honestly, I wanted to come into this and, like, try to give as much of an objective uh, perspective as possible and give Bryn the benefit of the doubt. But it's just really fucking hard whenever you watch somebody politic their way through an interview. Well, yeah, I mean, you don't you don't go on an interview like that without preparing for it PR-wise and with a lawyer, probably, to not incriminate yourself. Like... It's very... Well, yeah, but there are a lot of ways to not incriminate yourself that don't look like what we just saw. Yeah, but that, yeah, I think that's like how Leonard. he is, though, isn't it? Like, that's sort of just how he's always been, like... I guess. Sort of that I, type I, of... I always... Like, every time I see, like, Bryn Kenny, it's that Bryn Kenny yeah. often. Like, this... Uh, so I'm, like... I'm not that surprised, to be yeah. honest. Like, like, yeah, I agree when it's... When you're talking about his poker game and things like that, like, yeah, he's very, like... Like, nah, bro, I'm the best. And it's whatever. kind of interesting like, maybe how it segments, maybe like his right. personality segments. That right, way. right, right. Yeah, so I wasn't surprised, Burke, to see it. Um, and like what, like what Conrad said, I think to the outside person, he does come off like he's innocent. You don't really have to like, defend yourself much if you, did any, if you did nothing wrong, right? Like if they said, oh, like you did, you, did you do well, this? And you just say no. If you're being accused of stuff, I right. think your impulse is to defend yourself. Well, if you didn't do anything wrong, you wouldn't have to make like an essay out of a statement, right? Right. Like someone says, did you do this I mean, thing? And you yeah. know in your heart the answer is no. You just say, no, I didn't. Yeah. I mean, you can, there's a lot of uh, like interesting content out there in the true crime sphere that they, they look at people who have been wrongfully accused and how the body language looks and sort of... The different, yeah, yeah, kind of. A lot of I mean, I'm just in the chair. I'm Did interested in that. that? I mean, I, there was I, I, a lot well, of I don't know how much to read into that, but, but she but, asked you know. a question where, like, uh, and he was just like shifting around, and uh -huh. then he would like tell his. I mean, he's definitely side. uncomfortable. You did yeah, catch the main event, Brian. I mean, what? You did catch the main event. You know a little thing you know or two about libraries. Some guy shifted in his seat, and then I called. Yeah. He had nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he had nothing. Yeah, I mean, the thing about queens. the body language stuff is that different people have different, like, ways of showing things, but there's also just ways people act in terms of, like, getting angry or not. Like, when mm -hmm. someone's being interrogated and they're wrongfully accused, a lot of times you'll see them get angry yeah. because they're like, this is not true. Like, right. what the fuck are you talking about? Whereas someone who is guilty will be kind of like, I don't, what do you have to prove that? I don't. There's no evidence of that. Let it's, me ask you guys a series of questions uh, and just give me, you know, short answers uh, and then we can kind of wrap. But uh, first and foremost, do we think that this interview uh, gave us any more like insight on what was going on? No. Absolutely not. No. no. Uh, we didn't learn shit. It's just a I, save face PR piece. Well, actually, you know what? I'm sorry. I take it back. It actually corroborates like that there is something because like everything is hand in hand like we don't have any evidence of anything but Bryn saying like yes I I don't know I feel like it's there's a lot that's hand in hand that's 
We just don't have the, the full evidence. Right, really effectively, clear. like, we're getting some glimpses as to what uh, the overall scope of this is. There's some truth to it. Mm-hmm. Like, there are partial truths, at least, yeah. where both Martin and Bryn's story overlap. But uh, it's really difficult to know to what degree Martin's lying or telling the truth. Yeah. Same with Bryn, et cetera, et cetera. Um, okay, from the, from the vantage point of Poker News and Sarah, what would you guys like to have seen done differently, assuming that, um, you know, the, the, the precursor to this interview was that it had to be Sarah who, who gave it? Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. I think she was in a tough spot. She's yeah. definitely in a tough spot. So, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe a little bit more assertiveness in, like, this saying this is just a yes or no question. I would have liked if Poker News would have declined the interview. And I kind of agree with that, actually. Because yeah. there's it's conflict of interest. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you can't do this. Just, like, they're too, too you close. just gave, let him run around yeah. rampant. Right. Whereas somebody else in the community would have not let I, that I, I think that that's a fair point. And again, we don't know what the stipulations were, but yeah, I think just... that I think Conrad's point is I wouldn't have, if I'm poker news, I wouldn't let Bryn dictate the stipulation. Yeah, like, yeah, so his still, angle like, was I'm not, it, I'm not doing it without. In terms of the business without... of poker news, like they getting this interview, an exclusive, is probably pretty good for them. Bo- poker news needs these. It, it's tough, the, that's it, tough for them. The it's turn that down. The problem is it's for the good of poker. Here's like, the thing, though. think about it. Do you think so? Well, they don't know what he's going to, they don't know well, what no, he's going to say do. or not. You do. You, Bryn said, hey, only you. You're yeah. the only yes, person only I know. You, but at the same time, the, the interview wasn't prepped. Bryn, as far as we know, and what he said, he didn't know what questions were coming. But he did. Come on, so, man. But he's, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying. I, 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 I agree. I'm not saying they gave him that. I agree that Bryn probably knew this was going to be a softball interview because it's his friend. Yeah. I mean, and it's like, okay, I'm going to give you the interview because you're not going to, like, throw me under the bus. But, and that's fair. Okay, my question is, his angle was that he would only do the interview if it was her and then not otherwise. Do you really, like, do you think that if they said no, he, like, could, because otherwise he, he actually doesn't get to say his side of the story. So do you think that, like, he maybe actually would have come back and say, okay, I will do it? I think he would say. I think he would. I think he would say. I would have done an interview with Poker News, but because they won't let Sarah do it, I'm not but doing it. That looks it. bad. That, he, I don't think he would say that. No, well, either that, that, or I think his ego just lives on, and he goes. He goes on an interview with somebody else. Yeah, that's, what, that's what I was like, thinking. He, he gets, he gets funneled into a corner where like, he just has to go on an interview with somebody. Right, maybe. I think it dies. That's necessarily true. It might not be. It might not be true, but like, I think it's possible. Or, or. Or we, yeah. I, I also I, think honestly, it's possible it that it could have went the route of of Poker Go as well. Like I mean, not for nothing. He's he has a good also, relationship there. He's yeah. also still trying to launch a site coming up. So, well, like, maybe. I, I, funny, I actually have the pitch deck. Uh, somebody <laughs> forwarded the pitch deck to me. It's pretty fucking wild. I'll I'll share it. Uh, I'll share it next podcast. It's too late now. I I don't have it prepped. Okay. But we can talk about it next time. Um. For 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 a pitch deck that's trying to raise like deck of millions, it's uh. Very un- very underwhelming. Let's put it that Melissa, way. Melissa, you weren't you looking for a, a 100x uh, shit coin? Yes. Like, yes. 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 Invest in our I'm ready. It's going to 100x. Is there going to be a, a token? Or to be a, fair, yeah, the, pitch deck, the pitch deck does not imply it will 100x in okay, any way, shape, or form. He said it was going to 100x. His text said it would. So I, I believe him. Uh-huh. And I'm looking for 100x shit coin. I mean, the shaman said it would 100x, but like, Right. I went. I went to the shaman, and she told me, 
You need 100x and it's in Bryn's token. Sure. He's coming yeah. out with a token. Is extra, is it's called Bryn shit? Shiba Inu. <laughs> is that called Bryn Frog? Bryn Shiba Inu Elon Rocket Coin. It's up to you, though. 100% up to you yeah. if you want to invest in it. I'm in. 100%. All in. I think the follow-up questions from Sarah, where she opened it up to like the public, I guess, were questions that... Like, yeah, it's funny, like the, the frogs and, and the stuff, but it's like really not that's like, like whatever. Yeah, like, whatever. Need, like, he's allowed need... to do that in his personal yeah, time. Yeah, it's like, okay, if you have like some sort of understanding with your horse that it's like, hey, if you eat Taco Bell, like that's like, we're trying to better you. Like, we, I, I'm not going to put you in. Okay, yeah, is it like not a standard deal? Sure, but there's nothing is it like weird? against. Sure, but it's not illegal. Yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah. okay, like. Maybe that's the, the it's just arrangement. Though. Yeah, it's, yeah. Just it, it's just a little it's, funny, but yeah. I think we wasted a little bit of of time on if we're really trying to get to the shits, like in some other. I, yeah, I don't think that that matters. I mean, if Ali was, you know, having people do frog poison and RTA, that would have been a bigger story. But unfortunately, <laughs> there was only the RTA, no frogs. Right. Well, that we know of, anyway. No. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I from, the, from I mean, the interview perspective, I would have just liked to have seen a lot more. Uh, a lot more matter-of-factness uh, from Sarah, just a lot more of like, I asked yes or no, please just answer yes or no. Uh, and there were a couple times throughout the interview where she kind of volunteered an answer. Um, yeah. I don't remember exactly off the top of my head, but uh, they were talking about something cheating related and she kind of like volunteered like, uh, I've never even heard of something like this or basically like, spoon-fed him plausible deniability yeah. this is what happened which i think is like really I, bad i can see this happening like they're about to start the interview they're friends and and she's like all right off the record just tell me like what like what's up and, he, and he's like i didn't do anything and then he's like okay then they yeah, start yeah, the interview no, of course and of they course. start the interview and it's like she she starts the interview with a slight bias well she and, she and openly like, admitted yeah. that she started the interview by yeah. saying like brendan and i are friends yeah uh this is gonna be very hard for me there's gonna be a lot of pushback um, you know, bear with me. I'm going to do the best that I can. And I do and that's, think she, that's respect. Like I respect yeah, that. I agree. Yeah. I love Sarah to death. I think yeah. that like, you know, she's very good at what she does. Um, but like, this is a totally different ask. Like generally speaking, she's asked to interview people about, yeah. you know, Something their accomplishments happy. and their Something achievements good, yes. and, and yeah. And all these things like <laughs> she's not, not asked and to be, her personality lends great. To right. That. Yeah. Nobody's asking her to be an investigative reporter. And also like the turnaround time on this was very quick. I'm sure that they scheduled the interview somewhere between yesterday and today. Right. And it's not like she had done or been asked even to do a lot of digging. So it's kind of like the Parvis thing. Like I always excused him for for kind of dropping the ball there, too, because it's like, what do you expect? That's not what these guys are in the industry to do. Right. They're not here to uncover uh, scandal and and true crime type stuff. No, absolutely. And nobody's giving them enough lead time to actually do investigative journalism. Right. Uh, nobody's not even like they would even do that. Like. I mean, they, they could maybe. I, I don't know to what degree that they're they're we qualified need or unqualified. Walters. Chris, Chris Walters got <laughs> the job now. CNN Plus went down, so he sure did it. We we can get him in this yeah, industry. It seems better to just not have done it. I guess. Yeah, I, I think that's. I think it's take. a poker news dropping the ball type thing, not really a Sarah Herring dropping the ball type thing. Yeah, I also I, see I why they was, did. Of course, they're going to take that exclusive interview. And right. Of course I, I was they definitely. Are. But I think it's a bad that, look overall. I yeah. was implying that poker yeah. news dropped the ball. Not no, no, I understand. And I I think for them as a company. It's a very bad look. Like getting that exclusive is not a good thing if the overall collective feedback is what the fuck? You guys fucked this. Yeah. Uh, and there are five independent sources that would rather see do this interview that aren't news outlets getting paid 
bunches of dollars by a bunch of uh you know affiliates and and whatnot yeah. to basically report the news within our industry mm-hmm. and again like this brings back the whole bigger conversation of just like media in this industry is tragic right like sure. to call yourself poker news and not be able to uh objectively report the news yeah it's pretty fucking problematic i mean you it would have been fine if it was someone that like wasn't had a, like didn't have it, a relationship with Brynn, right? It may have been fine. We yeah, don't know, we don't know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We don't know because why, that's why we. That's why we need Bob Walters. That's Walters. the thing. At the end of the day, they're they're not employing journalists necessarily. Yeah. Right. Like it's not that different than the operation we're running. We're not yeah. journalists. Yeah. No. Right. We're just in the industry and have insider <laughs> information that we're Literally able to share some idiots. of the time. Yeah. But like none of us are qualified as journalists, and we don't pretend to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it is one of those things where it's like just unfortunate for poker as a whole that we're not getting information in the way that we absolutely should. We need an investigative news source, journalists. If you're looking for something to do, start a poker. Uh, let's start a, you know, not us, but that we're not qualified for that. But maybe there could be like a true crime sector of poker that I could be very see, interesting. I honestly see the unfortunate part being this that like. Brin's gonna be able to like say, "Hey, I made, a, I had an interview." You know, like he oh, kind of yeah. just gets to roll it off his shoulder. Yep. Like He's when like, it comes, I did my as it goes I on. Said what I said. He we, just we say, knew that the end result of this was always like he didn't even have to do the interview. The end result course. was right. always gonna be this was gonna get dropped. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. But the interview gives him like, "Hey, I said my part." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you know, whereas to be if, fair though, he did us more of a favor than than himself. Because, like, now this gets to be a topic of conversation for another day or two. Uh-huh. Where it's like, we were going to do something totally... We weren't going to cover this today. No. So true. It wasn't going to be something to talk it's gonna about. going to be all pirates. Yeah. Oh, Pirate baseball. Talk and they didn't even play yesterday. I would have left. <laughs> I would have left. I would have also left. It would uh, just be Brian. Brian's be, solo be, podcast. Brian ranting about the pirates. Let me tell you something about, about like these pirates. I really the think they're going to make it. <laughs> I don't know where they're going, but they're so making it. They can do it. They're going to... A lot of conviction in those words. A lot of conviction in those words. What's the bet you guys have? It's over. He won. Oh, you won? Uh, Okay. Last last couple things. Like, okay, so there's been some rumblings of having Carrie Katz have a statement. And do we think that Jake and Ali ever say anything? No, no, and no. no. I don't. I don't think either of them speak. Bryn didn't name Carrie as his backer, even though, like, allegedly, we all know that that's who the money man was behind his career uh, or his most recent success, I guess. Um, and as far as like Jake and Ali go, like, why would you ever talk? Jake, Ali. I don't know. Yeah. Like, why talk? Yeah. This is just going to get swept away. Right. Yeah. right. Like at best they're going to, or at worst, they're going to get dirty looks the next time that they play. Look at what and happened. Ali won two events in the last 10 days. Like Jesus nobody's <laughs> fucking crazy. Nobody cares. Right. Yeah. It's like, it's the same as like whoever ghosted this 5k win, uh, you know, Again, we're not even talking about Mark Herm right now, right? Who very probably was the ghost for Sean Sievert as he's a New Jersey reg, and we we know that he does this type of stuff. But, like, we just dropped it all over again because it's like, yeah, but to be fair, I don't know. Maybe this is most people would think this is not really a huge deal, but I think that, like, the public deserves to know if people that they are rooting for got to where they are by you know unscrupulous ways that and, i agree with and I, I think even if it doesn't result in any huge you know changes rules wise or whatever i think you know, i would want to know if my favorite player you know the whole time was was cheating and that's why if that podcast gets to 100k views matt fucking Berkey's <laughs> gonna tell you about 38 of them <laughs> 38 there's 38 people on that list no 
Oh. <laughs> uh, and that that probably just won't ever happen. Like I'm I'm not in the business of of defamation. And like even though I think a lot of these people on the list are guilty of one thing or another, and I have a high degree of confidence of it. It's not like Jake and Ollie where we have confirmation that they are absolutely banned from GG. So like there's an anchor we can hang our hat on where we know for a fact that they were banned from GG and have money confiscated. And right. it's like the second we know that, we can at least start to make suggestions or speculations as to why mm -hmm. and like what else is going on. And it gives credence to a lot of the rumors. Yeah. For everybody else, like it's just flying under the radar. Like yeah. it's people that we think are supplying the RTA. It's people that we think are running ghosting stables. It's people that we think are doing a lot of these things. And there's some rumors floating around from a lot of different sources that corroborate it. And it's like, well, how would these two sources ever meet in the middle whenever they don't have any reaction? So it's like, logically, we can deduce that they're probably true, but I don't have enough of a degree of confidence to just like come out and say like, okay, these 10 people are definitely guilty of these 10 things and you guys should all be very weary doing business with them moving forward. Yeah. On that note, today views. was a, a very interesting one. Uh, we're gonna put I'm a bow ready on to it. have a pod where we talk, you know, like not poker stuff, like, like what, like funny stories, and like, like let's like, talk some tea about our personal lives, and like, I'm gonna dig into what you guys have been yeah, up what's to. Yeah, side not showing up for that. Who's what's the side, side who's piece? Side, who do you guys think Berkey's side piece is? Tell us in the comments. <laughs> who do you think is who do you think is main who's squeeze? Who's main piece? That's my I don't question. I have a main piece. I don't know what you guys are yeah, talking about. Who is your main piece? Um, where'd you go are, last night? I heard wait, you left the house yeah, mad late. Where'd you go last night? Pickleball. We're oh, gonna right. we're gonna grill Berkey <laughs> on his personal. You had a main piece. You wouldn't have a side piece. Not like that. They're like, yo, you went out mad late. How many times the water bottle gonna fall? Episode that thing. Yeah, well, it happens. Uh, we are going to be dark tomorrow, but we will be interviewing Adam22. That interview should be up by mid-afternoon on Thursday. If you guys want us to ask anything specific, let us know. Yes, yeah, please. What is Adam22 sure. question? Who's he finger pop? Yeah, who's he finger popping <laughs> these days? Where is his seat? What do you mean? What's uh, the seat? We're gonna have to vote on. We're gonna have to vote somebody off the island tonight. We'll figure it's it out. Oh man, I'm not leaving. Wow. Nose goes. Oh, wow. I'll literally, I'll literally fight. Landon's seat is he secure. Him seat. and Adam are friends. Yeah, yeah I got to fucking true. stay. You yeah. get to fuck um, Adam. No. We'll probably vote the man <laughs> off because he doesn't even know who the guy is. Who <laughs> <laughs> he is now? We, we go. We're gonna interview Adam Twenty Two, and he just goes. Who's Adam 22? <laughs> Maybe old, that's why okay? you need to stay. You get so to know old. the guy. What movie is yeah. A Few Good Men? Yeah, like, what is, what's this oh, about? Oh, Christ, my heart. Man, hurts. he's making arguments. Wait, I know, I know. What's he's, it about? He's trying to make the argument to be the off the fucking pod. movie, man. I just want to know what it's about. We are going to be dark tomorrow, dark Friday. We'll have the Adam 22 uh, podcast out Thursday. There's a slight chance we'll do an emergency if something big breaks over the rest of the week, but we do have the Academy running uh, Wednesday through Saturday, so don't count on it i guess uh that's gonna do it for us today sorry for all the technical difficulties and the fact that this is being uploaded late we appreciate you guys sticking with us like comment subscribe as always show us a little bit of support we will see you all thursday peace later who's the side piece